The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 80 Brady Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tack, and with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, hello, hiya, pal. And on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch. As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, we take the episode, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. We break it down. Mm-hmm. We put a wig on it and try to fool you, but just to get discovered in the end. All for you, the listener. As usual. <laughs> On today's episode, we take a look at Season 4, Episode 5, entitled Cyrano de Brady. Mm. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and that's it. Yep. Amazon Prime! Caught him off guard that time, Jimmy. We did. Hmm. Because that is how we roll. (laughs) That's how we ride the wheel. Yep. So today, Jimmy, we're going to have a guest a little bit later. Okay. We never do that. No. Uh, This one's actually going to be Jacob. He's actually a listener of the show. So going in and out of breaks, you're going to hear our little commentary with him on this episode. That's cool. Yeah, he's from Instagram. That's how he mainly converses with us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he uh, actually requested this episode. He said it's one of his favorites. So. Yeah. Cool. So I got a question for you, Jimmy. Sure. Have you ever, I don't know, asked a girl out over the phone <laughs> and uh, been disappointed in her answer? I don't know. It's a random have. question I thought I'd ask. Because this is about Peter, like, getting a girl. Well, not a girl. I'm, well, I'm just, no well, spoiler it's, alert, but he likes a girl and wants to ask her out. Huh? It's, it's deeper than that. It's about Peter wanting to ask a girl out. Yeah. But just not having the guts. Yeah. So have you ever right. had that where you just needed yeah. to? Oh yeah, oh. I have. Yeah, I, I, I had a crush on this girl in in high school, right? Okay. And and I wanted to just I don't know ask her out. Okay. And I I dialed you know the number. I was like do 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 do, and I couldn't do that last one. Oh. So I called called my good buddy Tack. Hey Tack man, I need you to come over. And dial this last digit because I my finger literally won't dial the last digit. I, I can't gotcha. dial it. I came through for you. Yeah. So you came over, dialed the last digit, get on the phone. I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Uh, would you want to go out with me? And she laughed, laughed at me. Yeah. And asked me to repeat the question. <laughs> So but I could, terrible. I could hear like rustling around the phone, like, like this, like. <laughs> can you repeat the question? Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, would you want to like, you know, go out with me? <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I'm not interested. Click. Actually, it's not what happened. There's more to that story. Is it? Not to add, after not to that, add my insult brain, to injury. My brain turned off after that moment. So. 
Well, I don't want to add insult to injury. No, go for I, it. This has traumatized you, and like you still complain about it to this day. I mean, yeah. look at here you are, forty six years old, and still complaining about it, yeah. Jimmy. He can't can't get you to shut up about it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like we're going to say Jeanette's name or anything. So, Jeanette, who cousins? No, we yeah, won't exactly. say her name. Yeah, no, we're not going to say her name. That'd be messed up. But actually, what happened after that was mm-hmm. she goes, "Let me talk to Tack." And then, so I, she go, you go, she wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, hello. <laughs> She's like, Tack, do you want to go out with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I said, I'll call you later. No. <laughs> and I'm like, you took her from me. You stole <clears throat> her. You rat fink. <laughs> and then you tried to show her that you're a jerk by dressing your sister up in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I get on the phone with her and she's like still giggling. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, Jimmy just asked me out. And I was like, I know. And she goes, I don't want to. And I was like, okay. So yeah, you kind of made that clear when you said, no, thank you. I'm not interested. I'm like, what the, I don't know why I had to get on the phone for that. Right. right. How did she know you were there? I don't know. It must have been. I have no idea. She went. I don't know. Probably something you said. Who knows? Right, right. But, but um, and then what was it like? Uh, I don't know if it was that year or maybe the next year. She went out with this total nerdy dude because he had a quote a cool car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Last time I saw her, she was walking through the mall with some dude that was like forty years older than her, and she was dressed in some slutty outfit. So. uh my yeah. friends were on Facebook, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I doubt she listens to the show, so it don't really matter. <laughs> no. <clears throat> so yes. So yes, to answer your question, I have had that happen. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to bring that up. I just want I mean it I've had some shoot down stories too that are pretty bad. I mean I can't think laugh, of any, but I'm sure it's to laugh and then ask you to repeat the question? Yeah, that's fucked up. So yeah. It's messed up. Yes, it is. But mm. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a a silver lining. No, no. I was trying to think of a, just a, an equally embarrassing story for myself. But there is non tech. Yes, there is. You get every girl you ask out. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, I remember this one time. I was working retail, and I had this one attractive woman come in, and she was basically telling me her whole fucking life story. Okay, basically saying how she's. Going through a divorce, or she just got a divorce or something like that. So she has to start all over. So she's looking for new furniture and made it pretty clear that, you know, she's starting over in life. And Mm -hmm. she went through a shitty divorce and it was really bad. Because she's starting over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, just all this stuff and her and her kids and da da da. And and so I help her out and I get her some stuff. And because she's starting over. And as I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's starting over. And uh, so. Finally, at the end of it, I was like, so, like, you know, can I take you out to dinner one night, you know? And she goes, and she goes, I'm seeing someone. I was like, yeah. And then it all came very clear to me. That's why you're getting divorced, because you fucking cheated on your husband. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to give me a sob story about how her life is so messed up. My life is messed up, because you make shitty choices. That's why. I, I, I had this one friend of mine. 
And she used to complain to me all the time about how she couldn't find a date. She couldn't find a date. You know, she could, I mean, all she wanted to do was go on a date, blah, blah, blah. And it just, it was repetitive. So I'm like, why don't we go out? Immediate awkwardness. She's like, oh, <laughs> like, I guess. I mean, like, oh, okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't tell two shitty stories now. I have to back it up with yeah, another one. <laughs> so, you remember the, like, remember the weird girl from the shoe store that Ron worked at Hoffenheimer's? The weird one? The weird girl? Yeah. It was her. Hoffenheimer's or Rack Room? Hoffenheimer's. Oh, I don't remember anybody from Hoffenheimer's. Oh, okay. Was that the girl you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, this oh, was right around the time where you made me get my ear pierced. <laughs> I made you whatever. You did. You said you wanted to see if it hurt. But who's the one that still has their ears pierced and I don't? That's because you told me to keep it in until you got back from your cruise. My and then cruise. when you came back <laughs> you in. It, you make it sound like I went on a cruise. I was in the fucking Navy. I went on patrol. <laughs> Were you on a boat in the water? <laughs> um, and then you're like, just don't let it close up until I get back. And then I get back. And then you get back. And what happened, Tech? What happened? <laughs> well. You let it like, close up. I had to because of the Navy. Like, <laughs> because like, okay, you got to get your ear pierced, right? And you got to keep mm-hmm. that little thingy in there, the little trainer one or whatever. Right. You got to keep it in and like spin it around and all kinds of stuff. I couldn't do it. Then like two days later, I had to take it out because I couldn't wear it at work. And then I tried to use that little plastic clear thing that can go in there to keep the hole open. Right. And that just fucking hurt. And then I got tired of pulling that in and out. And then I bought like a regular earring and put it in there. And that started to fucking hurt. And then after a week, I was like, fuck this. And I pulled it out and never put anything back in it again. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you get back and I'm like, ah, you're earring buddies, right? And you're like, no, let my clothes up. Like, oh. Nah, okay. just you. But whatever. Do you remember being like, <laughs> I think we were like in middle school and we were like walking around Walmart and like trying to find somebody to act like our parents to get our ear pierced. No. We we're like, I mean, we never actually went and asked anybody, but we were like, hey, go ask that lady if she'll act like she's our oh, mom yeah. <laughs> so we can get our ear pierced. And like, no, I'm not going to, you ask her. Like, no. And then we finally did and we were like 18. Well, you were 19, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And then I only had it for like, a couple, like a week. <laughs> so I you can think, still see that there was a hole there. You can still see it. So all the listeners. Yeah. Right in. If you think tax should. <laughs> if you think tax should follow through with it and get his ear <laughs> is his left ear. Pier- only his left ear. If you think he should get only his left ear pierced for solidarity to just to make wrong things right. Everybody right into the show and say, you know, Tag, I think you should get your ear pierced. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you have both ears pierced. Don't you have like multiple holes in ears now? And no, no, I don't. Oh, okay. But yeah. I have them gauged. I think I'm down to like an eight. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I mean, I got my tongue pierced. I had that for a few years. Yeah. Does that count? Yeah. People say you're insane, too. I read it somewhere. <laughs> uh. <laughs> inside joke people inside joke um i prefer tattoos over piercings i'm just not a piercings guy okay but either way everybody write in <laughs> oh God. and if we get more than 15 people writing in saying that tax should more get than 15 that yeah. seems like i don't know okay 20 
<laughs> we have more than 20. 20 people writing in saying, you know, hey, tax should get his left ear pierced. Then um, uh, then he gets his left ear pierced. If not, he gets his right ear pierced. Now, can we be more specific here? Because I don't want people just like posting in like in a group chat or something, you know, <laughs> you know, not a group chat, but like on the group page or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> So if they if they post something saying that they want you to get your piss, it doesn't count. Is that what you're saying? If they do a post, but people can't jump in the thread, and that count is you know two oh, and three okay. and four, you know, like okay. they've sent an email. So okay, all right. So everybody, <laughs> if we get at least what did we say twenty people? Twenty. If we get at least twenty people saying the tax should get his left ear pierced by email to a very brady podcast at no gmail right? com. Yeah. The very brady podcast at gmail.com, then Tack will get his left ear pierced and we will film it and put it on the Facebook. <laughs> God. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. And if not, then okay. <laughs> All right. Well, does this have an ending because we can't be <laughs> like six years later? Hey, we finally got our 20th one. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, what, two weeks? Two weeks from the two weeks from the time that the episode comes out. All right, so I'm going to give dates. Okay. All right, so this episode is coming out on the 17th of okay. August, 2021. So that expires at the last day of the month, August 31st, um, okay. at midnight. <laughs> All right, 2021. So if by August 31st, 20 people write in. Then we film Tech getting his left ear pierced. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to break. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> all right. So when we come back, we're really going to get into this. Oh, God. I'm all nervous already. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> All right, so we have Jacob here joining us, Jimmy. Nice. Hello. And uh, so, Jacob, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, um, more importantly, uh, how much do you love our show? Well, <laughs> the, the question you used to ask in season one is, "Tell me yeah. the history, you, the, your history with the brain." Oh, your. That's right. Tell that was before my time, bunch. but yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> history of the Brady Bunch. Uh, well, whenever I was four, I watched a like marathon, like on this like Toshiba. It was before flat screen TVs. Um, <laughs> on this Toshiba TV, and it was like all day, and that's when I like fell in love with the Brave oh, Bunch. Cool. Yeah, and then oh, nice, my nice. my aunt bought me like all five seasons on DVD for Christmas nice. like a few years ago. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> The box set that we gave out for the contest, it's, it's actually a really cool box set. If you get it on Amazon, it has the cartoons. I didn't even know they had cartoons. It has the variety show. Mm. It's got all the movies that came after the series. It's it's They have the sequels on it. It's got everything. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. cover of mine has, like, if you look at it a certain way, the heads are moving. <laughs> like, in the, yeah. in the actual show. That's cool. Oh, I get it. I get it. Like, you know, like they're in the boxes and you're like looking yeah. around. Really. Well, that's so cool. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah. 
That's neat. So have you been uh, listening to our show since the beginning, or did you come in late? Or? Only when Jimmy came on permanent. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, you tried it out, and you're like, nope, I'll wait till he gets a co-host. Uh, well, that's when I started listening every week, but I listened before that. A little bit. Oh, okay. Nice. I get it. I get it. It's funny. I had a conversation with somebody at work and he's like, Hey, look what I started listening to. And he showed me the phone. I'm like, you may want to start with season two. <laughs> Nothing against season one. It's just season one. Just, it didn't really flow very well. Cause every week it was somebody different and stuff. And that's a bit narcissistic, <laughs> Jimmy. It is. <laughs> well, that's Jimmy. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm that's just kidding. <laughs> no, it, it got frustrating having a different guest every week because I'd have to do the same jokes every week or tell the same bit of information every week to the new guest. And listeners got tired of hearing the same info every single well, week. Well, plus, like, like to you break know. down the smoke and mirrors a little bit, <clears throat> like, Tech would vent to me and he'd be like, this guest just, like, didn't want to talk. Like I was having to pull stuff out of them because I didn't want to, oh, they're the yeah. guests and they're supposed to be talking. So yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That happened a few times. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine Tack being frustrated about anything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's pretty laid back. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, anything else? Do you have any uh, kind of, Anything you want to promote? Yeah, where can they? Where could people find you? Where can they follow you? I mean, other than the Facebook, if they want, to. if they want, if to, you don't yeah. want anybody to, that's cool. Too. Yeah, <laughs> on Instagram, uh, Jacob Cox two all lowercase. Nice, right on. You should have changed to Jacob two Cox. I'm just saying, Jason two Cox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, hey, a lot of people like to make fun of my name. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, like I know actually three people with the name. Richard Cox. So <laughs> you know what you know what the nickname for people named Richard is, right? Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's his dick. Yep, that's what I mean. <laughs> so I don't find it. I don't even think of that when I hear your last name Cox. I don't even. Somebody just doesn't register. No, nah. because it's a pretty common name. Yeah, so. I feel like at my age though, if I if I tell people my age that I like the Brady Bunch. A lot of them oh, yeah. will will like not like that. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, your secret's safe with us, and don't worry, it doesn't get any better when you get older either. Well, it's like early on, like in season two and three, we would have these older people that grew up with the Brady Bunch right into the show and just like ream us out and be like, "What? Yeah. What is wrong with you guys? This is like." I mean, a couple of guys got really pissed at us for making fun of it. I'm like, well, we tell people to watch it. I mean, we, we do like the show. So yeah, it's, called, it's yeah. called a very Brady podcast. Exactly. By Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Yeah. My dad reached out to Barry Williams on my birthday. Cause he knew I liked the Brady bunch and he got Barry Williams to record a message. Tell so me cool. happy birthday and stuff. So. Oh, that's awesome. Happy birthday, Jacob. This is Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. Now, I heard from someone who cares a great deal about you, who mentioned that it's your 21st birthday, and wanted me to help them wish you a very happy and a very special and a very Brady happy birthday. I'm told that you're a college junior and studying sports management. Also, a Yankee fan. Yay. Go Yanks. And uh, also uh, the University of Tennessee football fan, that you're a golfer. Good for you. 
But your dream job is general manager for a pro baseball team. Now, you know, I I hesitate to give you advice, but this has always worked for me. And I think no matter what you do or how successful you become, you should always use exact words. Okay, that's great. Now, maybe also you could uh, go for a socially distanced walk outside. Now the summer sun's calling your name. It's Jacob's birthday. Everybody's smiling. Jacob's birthday. Everybody's laughing. Have a great celebration, my friend, and make it a sunshine day as well. Jimmy, how come you didn't get that from me for my birthday? What, from Barry Williams? Or whoever from the Brady Bunch. I'd prefer maybe Marsha, but whatever. I got um, the uh, Mr. Belding from uh, Say What... I know. Who got that for you for your birthday? Yeah, you did. That was awesome. Yeah. That's cool, though. You know, whatever. (laughs) So, uh, Jacob, now you requested this specific episode. Why is that? Uh, It's one of the favorite... My favorite episodes. And the other ones I requested didn't get picked so (laughs) (laughs) gotcha you know the scene where where peter's coming down the stairs and then carrie and jan come walking up she's like this is my brother peter and peter's just like like staring at her it it took me (laughs) a second to realize what peter was doing like i didn't get it they needed music there you know what i mean like what kind of music well like the um um earlier in in season three they used um what is a youth from uh, um, Romeo and Juliet, but they needed some kind <laughs> right. of like classical music, like, you know, because it's such an over the top episode anyways, why not just put music there? You know what I mean? So it really looks like Peter's in love. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, any thoughts there? Uh, when he meets Carrie for the first time, yeah. and he, sa- he says, please to meet me. Uh, <laughs> and he makes that ah uh, noise. <laughs> uh, hmm. He sounds he really constipated. enjoyed meeting himself. <laughs> constipated. He's like, please to meet me. <clears throat> Sorry, that's gross. When uh, Peter's in there trying to talk to to Jan, and Marsha refused to leave. That's that was kind of a dickhead thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's already you having know, trouble. I, you know what he's going to talk about? Like. <laughs> When I saw that, I knew that you were going to bring that up. Yeah, like, you know, know Jan already went. It's like, Marsha, you're never going to guess what happened. <laughs> they knew what he was going to say. Come on. Like, that was just a bitch thing to do. <laughs> I think, Mar- think Marsha was afraid to leave the two of them alone, honestly. Because <laughs> she knows what happens with her and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> she assumes that all the siblings do that. <laughs> <sighs> That's all awesome. gross. <laughs> well, they're not related. Well, there's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know the scene where Carrie's sitting at home. <laughs> it looks like she's sitting at her grandpa's house. Like I picture her to have like slippers and like a pipe. You know, I bet she was eating Werther's Originals. <laughs> she probably was because <laughs> she's someone special. You know, it's kind of funny. That reminds me of the other day at work. We have like candy and shit that we give out to people at work, and uh, and this uh, <laughs> we have an old lady that works there, and one of the, the other supervisors, she's like, "Hey, do you want these?" and has a bag of Werther's Originals. I was like, Damn, "That's kind of racist," and uh, old lady's like, "Hell yeah, I like those. <laughs> I bet you do." 
<laughs> hmm. Uh, Better be careful. They'll um, give you diabetes. Hmm. No, he won't. No, because it's it was same guy. Never mind. When he, when he called her on the phone and he said, "This is Pete," like <laughs> like yeah. like she knew who who was supposed to be calling her. It was funny. Well, like he's the only Pete in Los Angeles. <laughs> hmm. Oh yeah. She's like, I, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and that's Pete. In that scene, I kind of felt like that was on purpose with her. I felt like she just wasn't into him. And she was like, oh, yeah. you're Bobby. Or, you, you, oh, you're Greg. Like, come on, you knew who the fuck it was. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> she knew Greg's name. She knew Bobby's name, but she didn't remember Peter's name. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, he he never he never introduced himself because all he said was "Please to meet me." So oh, that's true. Really right. Oh, good that's catch. a good point. Good yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always assume See, negative. <laughs> so I have a question. What's up? So, in the scene where they're talking, where Mike and Peter are talking about shaving and all that, right? Um, and they talk about aftershave lotion. Like <laughs> right. I just call it lotion. I don't know if there's is there like an official. I, I mean, like aftershave. To me, lotion, lotion is lotion, and aftershave is aftershave. But I've never seen aftershave in a lotion form. Right. Like I use lotion after I shave, but it's just it's the same shit I use for everything else. You know, for my arms <laughs> well, and you bathe in face, stuff, and so. when I jerk off. What's yeah, that? I said you bathe in that stuff, so. <laughs> I have to have dry skin, Jimmy. <laughs> so, did you, uh, speaking of shaving, Jacob, how, how old were you when you first started shaving, like seriously shaving? Like 17. Oh, wow. Okay. I All think right. I was like Jimmy? 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had that like peach fuzz shit. Well, I went into the military right away at 18. So, like, they made us shave, like, even daily, if you didn't have to, I could get away. Huh? Even if you didn't have to, you still had to shave? Yeah. Like, I could get away with not shaving for like two weeks, you know, at least. And, uh, but then then I tried to be cool when I was 18. I tried to grow a mustache because I was in the military. Like, it was the only facial hair we can. And everybody, like, had everybody cool had a mustache. (laughs) And so I remember getting made fun of a lot. Did you walk around? Like, I'm like 13 with a. Did you walk around going, ma'am, do you know I pulled you over? (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah okay all right that's cool that's awesome (laughs) but but mike didn't think this was over the top what do you mean you mean like like okay like if your son wanted to impress a girl at school and he came out wearing a double-breasted suit with half a (laughs) bottle of aftershave you wouldn't say now son maybe you should calm down a little bit like you'd let him go to school like that well, I mean, he did, doesn't even warn him like it's too much or something like that, or no? I, I think he jokes about it, but he still lets him go to school. <laughs> well, you got to learn somehow, right, Jimmy? I guess, man. But he went to school smell like he's on Jersey Shore or something. Like, <laughs> probably got made fun of. He, I don't know about you, Jacob, but uh, go ahead. You got something? He has experience with Greg going from girl to girl, so he, <laughs> so he thinks Peter's going to do the same thing, and this isn't. Very serious. That's true. Yeah, he's probably like, I can't stop <laughs> it. He, he's like his brother. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you, Jacob, but I didn't grow up like with a dad, and Jimmy didn't either. So no. I didn't have like the dad around to go, 
hey, let's show you how to shave, or hey, don't use too much of this. Or, yeah, I didn't have that shit. So when I when, the way I, I learned how to shave is for some reason when I turned eighteen, Gillette sent me this little box with a razor in it, and it said like "Happy Birthday" on it or something. Like, did you get one of those? <laughs> You got one? Yeah. So I got one no. of those in the mail, and that, honestly, I just went in the bathroom and tried to shave. But that's how I learned. Did you use shaving cream? Yeah. But I broke okay. out, and it just made my face all red. Like, it sucked. It was terrible. Damn. Yeah. So, like, Peter runs up to Carrie, and he's all like, do you, do you, do you recognize me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jan's brother, Pete. Oh, you must have been the boy that called last the boy. night. Not the man, the bitch. boy. You gotta do it. You yeah. gotta do it in Carrie's accent. You must be the boy that called last night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Carrie was on the show just then, Jimmy. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's from her time in what is it, Austria? <clears throat> what? <laughs> from her time in Austria what was she sound of music? <laughs> Did she have that kind of an accent? No. It was a joke. I didn't thing. notice. <laughs> we oh, joke on the yeah, show. Yeah, I didn't notice. <laughs> Was it? Was it? <laughs> no, because it's the girl on from uh, Sound of Music. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I even knew that, too, yeah. and I forgot that that was a, a thing. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Gotta explain jokes to you now. Jeez. I don't know. I, I like how her books matched her outfit. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a yeah. Jimmy thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, where were you on that one? I don't one? know, Did man. I was going to catch them. <laughs> that was a good catch. Yeah. I know oh, that mud looked damn. like the, for the volcano from last episode. <laughs> it's that weird we concrete mud. mud. We just used that. <laughs> I thought him wiping mud on her face was kind of funny. <laughs> kind of a moron like wipes mud over and just keeps doing it like right, he, right, right. he's just like oh there's some it won't happen again though yeah. well damn it sure did well, <laughs> let me try one why more wouldn't time. you check it you just wiped the books why wouldn't you check your your <laughs> handkerchief first like love makes you do crazy things that's true it does yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> i guess <clears throat> good morning hmm. i don't know how many times i've done that to my wife just smear mud in her face <laughs> <laughs> just means i love you fucking carol man she's all like hey guess what i got and he's all like "Ooh, taste of the show we've been both talked about and been wanting yeah. to go to she's like yep nope just kidding it's a place you hate yeah and he's like right. <laughs> mike was so pissed <laughs> what a dick he was so pissed He's like, oh no, not one of the another one of these where it's a bunch of cans of soup and shit. Like, yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> Did he make a joke about cans of soup that went right over my head? Uh, he's I'll- like, can we stay at home and crush our own cans? Like, what? Okay. Was it, was that an innuendo? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe that's what he calls Carol. She's like, whoa. <laughs> I'll crush your can (laughs) in the scene where uh, Peter's trying to write the letter man I'm surprised Alice didn't go off on him apparently she'll kill you for getting (laughs) mud on the back porch but she won't kill you for throwing paper on the floor that's fucked up he just kept throwing it. He'd like write one word and like, you know, a pencil has an eraser, right? Well, I mean, it would be different if it'd be different if there was a trash can behind him and he was trying to make it in the trash can but he was just throwing that shit on the floor he didn't give a shit like he just tossed it on the floor like eh, Jimmy. Okay. We have they a have maid. a fucking maid. Exactly. You don't have to do shit. 
<clears throat> it's okay. My employee will pick these up for me. <laughs> and then her joke, she goes, what are you trying to write a letter or start a paper drive? <laughs> what? Well, then she gives them like a real poem. So these kids know yeah. Cyrano de Bergerac, apparently like the back of their hand, <laughs> but they don't know like the most famous love poem like ever written. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It cracked me up. They all knew. It cracked me up when Alice said the first line is always the toughest, and then she just <laughs> gave, gave him this death stare like she didn't care. <laughs> <clears throat> they all knew Cyrano de Bergerac. Like they were arguing about yeah, it. I know, yes, right? I yeah. fucking know it. We all know it. Everybody knows it. <laughs> <sighs> In the scene where uh, Peter wants to know if uh, Carrie said anything about the letter that he put in his locker. Yeah. Turns out that he didn't put his name on the letter. I mean, she's not stupid. I think she could figure out who it is. <laughs> well, she probably gets letters like that every week. Well, I mean, she had this so. boy call her house <laughs> and then like try to impress her by smearing mud on her face and stuff. I mean, it's pretty obvious who put the note in her locker. <clears throat> Unless she's just it stupid. It may happen a lot to her. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even know she's like oh you must be the boy that called <laughs> or one of the boys that yeah called i was gonna me. say one of the boys one of the people <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey oh so like in that scene where peter's talking to greg about pitching the Cyrano de bergerac uh plan he says when it comes to smooth talking girls everybody says you're the greatest <laughs> <laughs> everybody says that and he's yeah. like yeah, everybody, old silver tongue, you know, <laughs> the old, old silver tongue, they, they call him. I thought there was some, I, in, I thought that that's, meant. that's what you were laughing at. I thought there was some innuendo there that I wasn't getting. No, but. I had to look up what old silver tongue, like what that reference meant. What does it mean? Um, that'll be revealed in the episode. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Well, chances are it's already been revealed by now. So, oh, okay. so do you think, do you think, um. In that scene where Peter's um, telling Greg that everybody says that he's like Mr. Silvertongue or whatever, do you think he's <laughs> he's bullshitting Greg, or do you think they really said that? Judging by the Hawaii vacation, I would say <laughs> it's not a joke because the girls were all over Greg on that one. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I would think it. Because plus he like really looks up to Greg, so I think he was like, yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody says it about you. Even Alice. <laughs> Even Alice. <laughs> well, that's, but we've, we've revealed what Alice and Greg do behind the garage. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. No, they smoke weed back there. Exactly. They? they do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, forgot about that. This is almost the exact same scene as from last season when Peter um, is listening in on the recorder and Greg shooting baskets and he says something that gets Greg's attention oh, and, yeah. Gre and Greg stops shooting like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he holds the ball. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, huh. Didn't notice that. Hmm. Uh, where, where did the pebbles come from? On the, <laughs> on the grass. Cause it's all grass. <laughs> It, it looks like it, it sounds like it's hitting the window, but then when she comes to the window, she doesn't open up. The oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah. There's like no glass. She just like opens. Like, can you just go? Hey, Carrie. Yeah. You know? I didn't even. And it's like daytime out, and she's like, "Where are you?" 
Peter, is that you? Why are you standing way over there? He stands her in the dark and he says the creepiest shit ever to her. <laughs> oh, hi, lovely one. Yeah. Barry, Will- Barry Williams was very into this scene because you could just see him uh, behind the bushes <laughs> grinning like it was great. It was. He had his eyes closed. He was like, like I'm getting into what he was saying. That was really funny. Oh my God, what are you guys implying? Like he was he was turning himself on. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was I don't, he was I don't like you two it. on here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny I if Peter turned that. That's why I got Greg, so upset doing? when Peter started messing up. He was like oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start Throwing over now, off Peter. My rhythm. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That's funny. <clears throat> when she uh, walk hmm. walks over behind, like she she moves to the right side of the window, but then she comes like from behind where Peter is, which doesn't make <laughs> sense. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was weird too. I was <clears throat> she went like, around the entire. Where the hell she she go around the block? <laughs> <laughs> and how did she see Greg? She didn't. She didn't see Peter, but she saw Greg. <laughs> like Peter's standing right in the light. Greg's in the shadow behind the bushes. She's like, "Oh, Greg!" It's because she's got eyes on Greg. She's got she got That's true. hearts in her eyes for Greg. So right. All right. So that is the first half of Cyrano de Brady, <laughs> and we're gonna hear a little bit later on what the three of us think of the second half. Oh, dang. And we are back. Yes, that was a good break. That was a good break. That was. It was fun talking to Jacob. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. So we just got done talking about the first half of the episode, which we're about to do right now. All right, so let's get into it. So season four, episode five, entitled Cyrano to Brady. Facts about the episode first aired on October 20th, 1972. Mm -hmm. Written by Skip Webster. Oh. Directed by Hal Cooper. Good old Hal. Yep. According to IMDb, Kim Carrath, who portrays Jan's friend Carrie Hathaway, mm-hmm. the object of Peter's affection, is best known for playing the youngest Von Trapp child, Gretel, in The Sound of Music. Very interesting. Which I totally forgot about when I watched yes. the episode. Yes. Now I want to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So we fade in. Scene one. We open up and see Greg working on the family station wagon in the backyard when Jan and her friend Carrie Hathaway walk up. Jan asks Greg what he's doing. Greg says, tightening up a water hose. Jan then introduces Carrie to Greg. She tells him that Carrie just moved into the neighborhood. Jan then exits and says she wants to introduce her to everybody else. And they both exit into the house. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know why you would tighten the water hose. I mean, unless you're replacing it or unless I assume he just took it off and he's putting it back on now. I guess people do wanna? that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but also like when she's walking away, she's checking Greg out. Like, could she make it any more obvious? 
<laughs> like it was painfully obvious already that she's got. So right off the bat, okay, we know this chick has a crush on Greg. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Indeed. Scene two. <clears throat> Next, Jan and Carrie enter into the dining room area where we see Carol, Bobby, and Cindy working on a puzzle at the table. Jan says, Carrie, I'd like you to meet my mother, Cindy, and Bobby. Carrie greets them, and Carol says, Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the neighborhood. Carrie says, Thanks, Mrs. Brady. Carol offers them both something to eat because, you know, it's not like you're, it's not like Carol has to get it or even get up to serve them or anything. It's <laughs> true. Can just my cl- maid get you something? She just claps her hands. <laughs> But they both decline the offer and say they aren't hungry. Hmm. Just then, Peter comes down the stairs and spots Carrie. Peter's Hmm. eyes light up with excitement. He whispers to himself, wow. Jan and Carrie head up the stairs to work on homework. When they run into Peter, Jan says, Peter, this is my new friend, Carrie Hathaway. This is my brother, Peter. Carrie says, hello. Peter, with his eyes glazed over, says, pleased to meet me. Carrie, Carrie awkwardly looks at Jan. Peter, still with a glazed over look and a large grin, just awkwardly quivers to himself like a boy who has just discovered masturbation. <laughs> Is that what it was like for you, Tech? <laughs> it was just the way, his, <laughs> the way he was quivering to himself. So like, uh-huh. <laughs> Did you see the closed captioning? What? It just said, Quiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all it says. Yeah. I think that's where I get the word from. Yeah. I was like, ooh, quiver. He's quivering. <laughs> Jan and Carrie just laugh. <laughs> and then they run up the stairs. Peter watches Carrie go up the stairs and then wanders past Carol, Cindy, and Bobby like a zombie with hearts in his eyes. Carol and the two, and the two youngest Bradys seem confused at his behavior. <laughs> Why did Carol, like, welcomed her to the neighborhood? Like, how the fuck did she know that she just moved (laughs) into the neighborhood? Like, Carol's a witch. Uh, With a W? Yes. Yeah, usually we say bitch, but no, she's like a witch. Like, how did she know? Welcome to the neighborhood. Like, (laughs) how did you know I just... (laughs) How did you even know I'm new? Like, (laughs) I could... I've lived here my whole life. Like, Right. Well, like like I said with... um, Talking to Jacob, they should have played music uh, with Peter when Peter Caesar, like, dee, 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 you know what I mean? Like, something. Um, I just think it would have like portrayed that he liked her better, I guess. Not that he did a bad job, you. but the whole episode is so over the top that that would have fit. Um, hmm. and why is I put down why is bitch Carol? giving Peter dirty looks when he walks by. When he walks by, like, in the days, <laughs> like, she flat out gives him a dirty look. She looks at Bobby and Cindy like, what the heck? And then she looks at him and actually gives him a dirty look. Like, really? Like, you don't know what's going on. You She's just saw jealous. the whole thing. Yeah, right? <clears throat> like, if I should was, be the only woman in his life. If it was Jan, she would have been proud of her. Because <laughs> it's Peter, he's giving her dirty looks. So, anyways. Hmm. Or she's giving him dirty looks. Right. Scene three. Later that night, Peter enters the girls' room. Marcia is working on homework at the desk while Jan sits on her bed taking notes. Peter asks, Jan, can I talk to you? Jan says, sure, but make it quick. I've got a lot of homework. Peter looks at Marcia and says, could we have some privacy? 
Marsha, growing curious, says, hey, sounds pretty confidential. Peter says it is. Marsha then makes a place for herself on the bed next to Jan, sits (laughs) down, and says, then I wouldn't dream of leaving. (laughs) Jan says, come on, Peter, what is it? Peter then begs Marsha to leave, but Marsha says, oh, come on, Pete, I won't blab, I promise. (laughs) Peter says, well, I guess it's okay. Peter then takes a deep breath and says, what it is, is, well, it's sort of about Carrie Hathaway. Marsha asks, who the fuck is Carrie Hathaway? (laughs) That's the look she had on her face. She was totally like, (laughs) who is that? Ew. Ew. (laughs) Ew. She sounds gross. Uh, Jan tells her, (laughs) she's my new classmate. What about her, Peter? Peter uncomfortably goes on, well, I was wondering if, you know, if she'd like to go to a movie or something with me. <laughs> Marsha like, laughs ew. and goes, say ew. it again. She stops at Walmart. Ew. <laughs> Marsha says, say it again. Would you say? Repeat that? <laughs> yeah. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Marsha smirks as Jan says, well, how should I know? Why not ask her? Peter says, but what if she turns me down? Marsha asks, why would she turn you down? You're a nice guy. Jan adds, yeah, all the girls at school think you're cute. (laughs) Peter smiles and asks, they do? Marsha goes on. All of them. And just (laughs) glares at him. Marsha goes on, sure. You've got a great personality and lots of fun to be with. Peter says, Personality? No, I'm dull. D-U-L-L. Sorry, flashback. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, Jane goes on. That's right. You're kind and very considerate of people. Peter agrees and says, yeah, that's true too. Jane encourages him and says, well, go phone her. Her number is in the book downstairs. Peter says, okay, I will. Peter turns around to leave the room, but then stops at the doorway, spins back, and proudly says, This is going to be the most important phone call I've ever made in my entire life. Then exits. And then what do the girls, girls just do? They That's right. Just they laugh. fucking laugh. <laughs> Don't do it, Peter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I put down, geez, why don't you just date Peter? Why don't you? Like... <laughs> my god that was, all the girls say you're cute you have a nice butt Wait, what <laughs> i thought that was nice they were very encouraging so yeah, yeah what's wrong with you like what's wrong with that and you know and they say all the girls say you're cute like who's telling her that exactly, well, i guess yeah. i guess i could see that like your brother's cute or whatever i can see that i remember hearing from guys like how hot my sister was all the time so <laughs> that's fine <laughs> <clears throat> scene four a few moments later, we see Carrie sitting at her home in an old antique grandpa type chair in the drawing room, smoking a pipe while reading a book. When suddenly the phone rings, she puts down yeah, her word original. She gets up to answer it. It's Peter. Peter says, Hi, this is Pete. Mm-hmm. Carrie asks, Who is Pete? Ew. Ew. Oh, Ew. You probably burn. shop at Walmart. Ew. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, <laughs> Carrie asks, Peter, who? Or Pete who? Peter says, Peter Brady, you met me this afternoon. I'm Jan's brother. Carrie says, oh. 
You must be the cute little one with all the freckles. Hmm. Peter, deflated, says, no, that's my brother Bobby. Carrie smiles and says, oh, then you're the groovy looking guy who was fixing the car. Peter, even more disappointed, says, no, that's my brother Greg. Carrie says, then which one are you? (laughs) Peter, defeated, says, I'm the one who better say goodbye. Peter then hangs (laughs) up on the phone and sighs. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Poor Peter. We've all been on that side of the phone before. Right, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. She would have just said, (laughs) can you repeat the question? (laughs) Um, Fucking Jeanette Cousins. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like, I kind of feel like she did this on purpose. And she just didn't want to go out with Peter. (laughs) Acting like she didn't remember him, like, just a couple hours ago. Because you know Jan noticed him acting weird. And you know when they got upstairs, she's probably like, I think my brother has hots for you. You know that happened. So she was probably probably, like, ew. She's like, ew. He probably shops at Walmart. Ew. So. (laughs) (laughs) um, If so, that's that's kind of a bitch thing to do. She might as well just laughed at him on the phone and talked to his best friend. Um, Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> I actually put that down. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> Scene five. The next, the next morning we see Mike in his room getting ready to leave for work. When Peter dressed in a suit knocks on his door, Mike looks at him and asks, Hey, how come you're so dressed up? Trying to get thrown out of school. Mike turns to his mirror and adjusts his tie. Peter smiles, straightens his tie mimicking Mike and says, I'm trying to sort of impress a certain girl. And I was wondering. (laughs) Mike says, yeah, I'm wondering what. Peter says, Dad, can I borrow some aftershave lotion? (laughs) Mike inspects Peter's face and asks, did you shave? (laughs) Peter asks, do you have to shave to use aftershave lotion? Mike laughs and says, well, come to think of it, no. Mike turns around to go into the bathroom and says, I've got just the thing for you back here. Peter stops at Mike's mirror and adjusts his tie again and says, so I thought I'd better look special and smell special too. Mm. Mike returns from the bathroom with a bottle and says, now listen, Peter, if you want to impress her, you use just a little of this. He hands the bottle to Peter and asks, how come just a little? Mike says, well, like it says in the TV commercial, if you use a lot, You'll have to fight off women with a whip and a chair. (laughs) Peter says, well, since I just met her, maybe I should start slow and build. Peter takes some of the clone into his hands and slaps him on his face. Mike says, yeah, that's good thinking. Peter smells his hands and says, hey, that smells good. Then puts more on his hands and slaps his face some more. He quickly stops, looks at Mike and says, insurance. Then continues to slap his face. Mike just laughs. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and Mike, being the, the excellent wingman he is, is going to let him go to school looking goofy like that and smelling horrible. <laughs> so. I don't know if it smelled bad. Because of how much he put on? <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this scene was really cool and everything. Until I saw Mike's hair. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> what happened? It's starting to perm a little. I'm seeing a little bit of 
some perm. That's like a baby fro. <laughs> I thought he was gonna start singing Soul Glow for a second. Like, wow. Just let your sun <laughs> just let it shine through. Yeah. Oh, get the hit that high note. You can do it. <laughs> just let your soul glow. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Oh, that's awesome. Damn, I was impressed. Yeah. All right, scene six. Later at school, we see Peter, still dressed sharp in a suit, is hiding behind a tree on the lookout. Mm. He suddenly spots Carrie Hathaway strolling along. And hmm. she was doing that thing where, like, her feet were in front of one another. Like, they walk on runways and models and stuff. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she was, like, strolling along. Yeah, she was. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> His eyes widen with excitement. His grin is similar to the way, you know, a fat kid would look upon a pizza parlor making pizza. Or most likely the way Tack looks at a vending machine with a dollar fifty quarters in his hand. Hey. <laughs> Peter <laughs> strains his tie and moves in for the attack or uh, the engagement or advances or whatever. He walks towards her. Peter calls out to Carrie and she stops and turns around. Peter says, small world. <laughs> they both go to the same. Sorry. <clears throat> Carrie confused says, hi. Peter asks, don't you recognize me? I'm Jan's brother, Pete. Carrie says, oh, I'm sorry. You must have been the boy who <laughs> called last night. Peter, <laughs> Peter, realizing the awkwardness, says, yeah. <laughs> Peter and Carrie begin to walk again. Carrie goes on, I've met so many kids at school, I can't keep them straight. Peter asks, have you tried praying? Some Christians think that helps. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if that's a bad joke or not. But. Oh, is that like a pray the gay way kind of? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. That took me a second. <sighs> Peter actually says, that's okay. Carrie sniffs a couple of times, stops and looks at Peter and sniffs some more. Peter begins to sniff the air, too, in confusion. He then realizes that she's smelling him. <laughs> As he says, oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> that would have been so much funnier, though. Sorry. Um, no, no, no. Peter. <laughs> uh, he then realizes she's smelling him as he says, oh, oh, yeah, aftershave lotion. You like it, huh? <laughs> Carrie, surprised, asks, do you shave? <laughs> the two begin to walk again, and Peter says, oh, yeah, all the time. My dad and I use the same brand. Peter then reaches for Carrie's books as he says, let me carry your books. <laughs> huh? I see what you did there. Yeah. Carrie pulls away and says, that's okay, I can. Just then the book slipped from her hand and lands flat in the mud. Splat. Peter then apologizes and offers to wipe them off. He picks them up as Carrie, annoyed, says, don't bother. Peter says, I insist. He then takes out a tissue and starts to wipe them off, but then realizes he may need it to be wet. He tells Carrie to hold the books <laughs> that are now 
Madness, and now she's got mud on her. Carrie grabs them with her fingertips to keep them away from her as Peter walks over to the water fountain to get the tissue wet. He says, I'll get them real clean. But just as he turns on the water, a projectile sprays all over Carrie's face from where she's standing. Carrie screams. Peter shuts off the water, looks at Carrie and says, wow. Wow. (laughs) Peter then runs over to her and begins to wipe off the water on Carrie's face with the tissue he had in his hand, (laughs) only it was covered in mud, therefore covering her face with mud. Mm. Carrie, now frustrated, wet, covered in mud, holding wet, muddy books, finally says, stop it. Now look what you've done. Mm. Carrie then turns and runs off in a huff. Peter, standing there alone and completely embarrassed and feels just awful, says, can I do anything right? And they actually hear her in the distance going, no! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I asked this earlier when we were talking to Jacob, but like, do they really have aftershave lotion? I just call it lotion. I'm sure they do. They have lines of products now. I mean, they have like weird lotion. Like, Like, if you look at like, I don't know, polo, whatever it is that you want. They they usually have like at Christmas time, they have those little kit things that'll have yeah. like the, the cologne, the aftershave and like a tube of some kind of, you know, lotion right. or something. But I can't imagine like it's, this is just for aftershave. It's fucking <laughs> lotion. It's exactly. just lotion. That's all it is. Yeah. I've heard of people shaving with fucking lotion. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I've heard people do it. I've heard mm-hmm. people doing other stuff with lotion too. I think it was you told me that, but. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You said something about Jerkins, maybe? I think it was the lotion. I don't know. That was the brand I use. Okay, okay. Well, first of all, Peter's talking. <laughs> yeah. Second, she just demonstrated on the phone that she wasn't into him. Right. So I, I kind of feel like Peter deserved it. Right. I feel like, like he didn't take no for an answer. Right. The day before, she's like, then who are you? And he's like, never mind. I'm just going to hang up. Exactly. She's yeah. like, okay, cool with me. Right. And that's it. And then what he's gonna run up to her, hey, you remember me? Uh dress like She'd a like, like a used car salesman or something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like he kind of deserved it. No means yeah. no, Peter. That's right. Scene seven. Later, Mike comes home from work through the front door for some reason and calls out, Hi honey, I'm home. Well, that's where the cameras were. That's why. <laughs> oh, Carol literally comes running in from the kitchen to greet her husband and says, hi. She throws her arms around him and they passionately kiss for a little too long. Mike pulls away, exhales and says, gosh, gosh. Hey, that's some special kiss. Carol, while smiling, says, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Mike says, yeah, I did. But Mike's bullshit detector is going Mm -hmm. off. As he stops in mid-sentence and says, uh-oh, you've got something to tell me, don't you? Carol says, yeah, guess where we're going Friday night? Mike thinks and says, um, the new play, you got tickets. Carol excitedly says, yeah, I got tickets, but not to the play. She pulls away from Mike and walks over to the table. Carol goes on. I have got tickets to that modern art show I mentioned. You know, the one I mentioned, not the one that we, not the play we talked about that wanted to go to. She shows the tickets to Mike. Mike, very disappointed, says, oh, honey, come on. (laughs) He actually got mad. 
Not another show where soup cans crushed wins first prize. Fuck. God damn it, Carol. <laughs> Carol, defending her selfish decision, says, Oh, Mike, I had to buy the tickets. It's for charity. Mike's like, who's charity? Is she going with us? Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike, really annoyed, thinks for a second and says, couldn't we stay home and crush our own soup cans? Mike laughs at his own joke, and Carol says, oh, Mike, they'll be expecting us. Mike moans as he kisses his bride in agreement. Just then, Peter comes walking in, looking as if he wants to die. They mm-hmm. both greet him. Peter simply says with a sad tone, hi. Mike, picking up on this, asks, what's the matter? Mike and Carol walk over to Peter at the bottom of the stairs, and Mike asks, oh, didn't the shaving lotion work? Peter says, oh, it smelled okay, but I sure stunk it up. (laughs) Mike actually laughs and slaps him on the arm. Peter goes on, I can't even talk to her. Mike says, now wait a minute. Hold on a second. Just a minute. No. Hold the phone. (laughs) Why I ought to. Don't get uptight about it. Listen, do you know when I was your age, I had exactly the same problem with the girl? Peter asks, you did? Mike goes on. Yes, I did. Polly Ledbetter. Carol brightens up and asks, Polly Ledbetter? Mike says, yes, that was her name. Every time I got within 10 feet of that girl, I got a knot in my tongue I could have won a merit badge for. Peter asks, what did you do about it? Mike goes on, well, I just figured if I couldn't say what I wanted to, I could always write it. You see? So I wrote her a letter. Peter smiles and says, a letter, huh? Mike goes on, "Uh uh-huh. That way you can take the time to think about what you're going to say. Peter says, that's a great idea. Thanks, Dad. Peter then runs off up the stairs. Hmm. Well, first off, I'm saying what's on everybody's mind. Carol is so extremely selfish. <laughs> yeah. They're only expecting them because she went behind Mike's back and said yeah. that they would go. That's the only reason they're expecting. She can't use, but they're expecting us. Right. Because you told them. Now call them back. bought tickets. Right. So call <laughs> them back and tell them we ain't going. Yeah. Um, also, Mike never said if it worked or not. So he wrote this letter to this girl. Like he may have screwed everything up. Like she may have been like, "Can you repeat the question?" And then like talk to his best friend. Um, Let it go, Jimmy. Well, I mean, I even put down the notes. He should have just had his best friend come over and dial the last digit of the phone number, only to have her laugh and ask him to repeat the question. I'd be like, "Yeah, cool." So. <laughs> I've decided after this scene, I'm on board. I'm fucking on board. Carol yes. is such a bitch. <laughs> they obviously were talking to like they had discussed this play exactly. together. He was so looking forward to it. Like they had conversations about this play. Yes. Going, hey, hey, this play is coming and I want to go. And she was like, fuck yeah, I want to go too. Like, oh my God, how cool would it be if we can get tickets to this play? And she'd be like, I don't know, that'd be hard to do, but I'm gonna work on it. Yes. And like, cool, cool, hell yeah, cool. And then she like tricked in and like he's like, Yeah, take his place. She's like, Yep. I got and so he was like, Yes. And she's like, only I got take us, but not for that. Like 
You just said yes. Like a second. What a bitch. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck Carol. Well, see what what pisses me off is. All right, I'm back. She can do shit like this, but she can't buy a damn coral pin from the from the gift shop of a hotel in Hawaii. (laughs) She obviously knows how to buy stuff. Oh, she knows how to buy stuff. She didn't have no trouble buying that, did she? All right. Scene eight. Later, from the family room, we see Alice in the kitchen working. She looks into the family room and sees wadded up pieces of paper on the floor. She bends down to pick them up. As she does, another one comes flying onto the ground next to her. Hmm. The camera pans out and we see 30 or so wadded up papers in a pile on the floor. Alice, looking up, and sees Peter at the table writing in a binder but looks frustrated and rips out the paper, wads it up, and throws it on the floor with the rest of them. Alice, not standing for this, says, What are you doing? Trying to write a letter or starting a paper drive? (laughs) (laughs) Peter says, It's a tough letter to write, Alice. I don't want it to sound corny. Alice tosses the wads of paper she has in her hands into the air and onto the floor and asks, well, why don't you try it out on me? Oh, yeah. Peter says, okay. Dear Alice. No. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way your blue dress. (laughs) Peter says, okay. Dear Carrie. Alice says, yeah. Peter looks at her and says, that's it. That's where I get stuck. Alice says, so you throw pieces of paper away because you don't know what to write? <laughs> no, she didn't say that, but she should have. Alice you know, says, pencil has an eraser, right? <laughs> well, what's there to erase? He can't think of anything to say. So what, he just throws the paper on the floor because he can't think of anything? Right. <clears throat> no, try a new piece of paper. Still <laughs> yeah. can't think of anything. Maybe this paper's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Alice says, oh, yeah, well, the first line is always the toughest. Peter goes on. I just don't know what to say. Alice suggests, why don't you try something poetic? Like, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Alice looks off in the distance. Peter says, great. Uh, Give it to me again, slow. Alice says, hmm, yeah. Nice and slow. Sam. Mm." Uh, Oh, no, no. Alice takes a deep breath and actually says, how do I love thee? How do I love thee? Let me, because she's going slow. Let me count the ways. Peter begins to write with excitement. Yes. So, yeah, I, I would go off on him. Because it's not like, because of the trash on the floor. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's trying to make it into a trash can. So, True. So, yeah. And Alice doesn't Just think throw that... throw them wherever. He's got a fucking maid. What does it matter? Well, I mean, Alice doesn't stop to think that maybe Carrie knows that poem. <laughs> like, it's a famous well, poem. Mean, like, right, but is it, like... Does it really matter that it has to be, like, an original one? No, but, I mean, is it really going to impress a girl if you send her a poem? I mean, why didn't he just send her the script of Cyrano de Bergerac? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I want to mm-hmm. do this. That's the same thing. So, <laughs> All right. Scene nine. The next day at school, we see Jan walking alone, reading a book. 
Just then, Peter runs up and asks, what did she say? <laughs> Jan looks at Peter in confusion and asks, who? <laughs> Peter says, Carrie Hathaway. What did she say? Jan asks, about what? Peter goes on, about me. Jan says, Peter, we've got a communication gap going. What <laughs> are you talking about? Peter says, I wrote Carrie a letter and slipped it into her locker. I want to know what she said about it. Jan, a little embarrassed now, says, oh, was it a gooey love letter? Jan starts to smile as Peter asks, did she mention it? Jan, still smiling, says, she mentioned it. <laughs> Peter asks, well, what did she say? Jim begins to walk and says, she said it was beautifully written, super poetic, and fantastic. Peter asks, what else did she say? Jan stops walking, looks at Peter, and says, that the dum-dum who wrote it forgot to sign his name. <laughs> Peter, looking deflated, says, oh no, how could I be so stupid? And Jan says, let me count the ways. <laughs> she didn't say that, but she should have. Anyway, Jen says, you must practice a lot. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and she laughs. I thought that was funny. How can I be so stupid? You must practice. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Hmm. <sighs> so sure, he quote unquote forgot. Hmm. I believe they call that a secret admirer, but I guess a not so secret admirer now because... He's already called her yeah. and like white mud on her face and stuff. <laughs> Scene 10. Later, Greg is shooting baskets with Peter as Peter says, it's the perfect plan and you're the perfect guy. Oh, Greg says, no way, Pete. No way. Where did you get this weird idea? Peter pulls out a book because, you know, <laughs> you carry books <laughs> around when you're playing basketball. Peter pulls out a book from his back pocket and says, from this copy of Cyrano de Bergerac. Marsha put me onto it. It's great. It's about this guy with a big nose, and he's in love with this girl named Roxanne. Greg says, Peter, I know the story. I like Steve Martin, too. <laughs> <laughs> Peter ignores Greg and goes on, but he's shy, see? So he hides in some bushes and has the other guy say to her, Greg stops him and says, I said I know the story. <laughs> Peter says... All I'm asking you to do is hide in the bushes like Cyrano did, and you'd feed me the right words. Greg laughs at his little brother. Peter, to feed Greg's ego, says, when it comes to smooth talking the girls, everybody says you're the greatest. Hmm. Greg, about to shoot a basket, stops and says, yeah, everybody says that. Peter goes hmm. on, everybody. They call you old silver tongue. <laughs> Greg asks, they do? Peter continues to flatter his brother and says, you're a legend in your own time. Greg smiling mm. says, how about that? Peter looks serious and says, I really need help from an expert like you. Greg feeling sorry for Peter says, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try. If Cyrano can do it, so can old silver tongue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Greg runs up to the basket and shoots a layup. And misses. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. All right. So, like, when he was like, they call you old silver tongue. Old I was like, silver tongue. Old silver tongue. I was like, what the hell does old silver tongue mean? Hmm. Did you know? Nope. I figured it was, nope? uh, no. 
I think that was my grandmother's nickname at the nursing home. <laughs> so I did a little deep dive on it, meaning really I just I just Googled it. <laughs> so um, anyway, it says uh, definition of silver tongue is marked by convincing and eloquent expression, or really synonyms are articulate, eloquent, and well spoken. Okay. So there you go. Huh. All right. Scene 11. Later that night, we see Peter and Greg trespassing on the Carrie's property. They're <laughs> sneaking around her backyard, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think you do. They find a perfect spot to where Greg can hide behind a bush while Peter can still talk to Carrie at her window. Peter is dressed in a suit, surprisingly, and asks, Are you sure I look okay? Greg, a little annoyed, says, you look fine. Peter is starting to panic ass. My hair. Does my hair look okay? Greg looks at him and says, after 20 minutes with mom's hair dryer, you couldn't look any better. <laughs> Peter straightens his suit and says, you sure you got some more poetic stuff? Greg says, my stuff is even better than Cyrano's. Oh, dang. Remember your first line? Peter says, yeah. Well, here it goes. Greg assures him with a pat on the shoulder. Peter looks down and finds a couple of tiny pebbles on the ground and throws them over to Carrie's window. Carrie opens the curtains and looks out because, you know, the window wasn't even shut. She just, <laughs> yeah. she they could have, he could have just said, Carrie. <laughs> you know. I thought it was funny. It would have been so funny if he either A, had the wrong house or B, like she wasn't anywhere near the window and her father was there. It's like, what do you want? Why are you throwing rocks at my window? It's her parents' window. (laughs) Carrie opens the curtains and looks out. Peter just stares at her from her yard into her window. You know, like a normal human. (laughs) He quivers and then says the creepiest shit you could possibly say in this scenario. He says, hello, lovely one. I was Fuck. expecting Greg to be over there going, he's a peeping Tom. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> looks over and sees him and says, Peter, is that you? Peter says, yeah. Can I talk to you? It's important. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> thinking this is all normal behavior, says, I guess so. Come around to the front. Peter says, no, wait. I." Uh... Peter then looks over at Greg hiding next to him to cue him in. Greg then whispers, I want to see you here where your lovely hair outshines the moonbeams. And Peter's like, I'm your brother. Will you just tell me what to say? (laughs) Peter repeats, I want to see you here where your lovely hair outshines the moonbeams. Carrie says, Peter, are you feeling okay? (laughs) Greg whispers, how can I feel otherwise when I'm so close to your beauty. Peter, thinking this is some good shit, repeats, <laughs> how could I feel otherwise when I'm so close to your beauty? Carrie says, I've never seen you act like this before. You know, both times when we met for like two minutes. <laughs> you know, since yesterday. <laughs> Greg whispers, I'm not acting. It's true love. From the first time I saw you, Peter repeats it. Carrie says, Peter, 
Why are you standing all the way over there? Peter She's whispers wanting, like, make from the side stuff. of his mouth <laughs> to Greg, why am I standing over here? Greg whispers back, uh, distance lends enchantment. Peter repeats it to Carrie. Carrie says, what in the world is going on out there? Greg whispers to Peter, just take what I have to offer. The rainbows, the sunlight, my life, the world. Peter says, take my rainbows and sun life. <laughs> Greg whispers, that's not what I said. Peter then looks at Greg and asks, sunlight, rain, and <laughs> Greg whispers, for crying out loud, will you listen? Carrie, seemingly frustrated, leaves her bedroom window. Peter looks back and sees she's gone and remarks, she's gone. <laughs> I blew it again. Just then Carrie walks up to Peter in the backyard from behind somehow <laughs> and asks, Peter, what's going on out here? Greg dives deeper into Carrie's bush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Peter turns around and says, uh, uh. Hello, lovely one. <laughs> Carrie looks at her looks at her bush and sees Greg inside <laughs> and says, Greg, what are you doing here? Peter says, Well, I can explain everything. Greg says, Yeah, he can explain. Carrie lights up, smiles at Greg, and says, No, you don't have to explain. I understand everything now. She puts her arms around Greg and says, Oh, it's just like Cyrano. She pulls away from the hug and looks into Greg's eyes and says, Don't be shy, Greg. You don't have to use Peter to speak for you. She puts her arms around him again and rests her head on his chest. Peter looks at his brother, narrows his eyes, and runs off. Greg, yelling out for his brother, tries to stop him. But Carrie just keeps holding on to Greg. Hmm. She doesn't think this is all just a bit strange that he's at her window. Like she never even questions <laughs> it. Like she just thinks this is all normal. Like, well, I guess like you had said, um, <laughs> and I, I too thought it was funny where she's like, I've never seen you act like this before. <laughs> at this point, I'm not even sure they've known each other 24 hours. <laughs> I think made... their total time together is maybe three and a half minutes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and most of that was him putting mud in her face. So. And Peter looked like he wanted to beat some ass. Peter looked pissed. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, so she's not wrong. I mean, it is just like Roxanne. Well, Cyrano Dorgerac. Yeah. It was the guy in the bushes that had the real feelings. That's true. Long. You're right. Yeah. So, so when she sees it, she doesn't have a bad reaction. She's correct. That's true. That's you're right. right. This is true. Yep. All right. So this is where we take our next break, and we're going to listen a little bit more of our time with Jacob. Yes, definitely. So it looks like Greg has quite a pickle in his hands. Oh, whoa. <laughs> He's been buried in Carrie's bush for so oh, okay. long. So. Okay. Will Peter forgive him? Will mm. Greg use this opportunity to get laid? Mm. Will Carrie's parents know she's in the backyard with two boys? Mm. Stay tuned. We'll okay. be back. Carol shows Mike the brochure, that thick ass brochure. That looks oh, like a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dang book. Like, did they not have brochures back in the seventies? My goodness. She's like, I'm going to show you all the art 
that I'm forcing you to go watch at the art show. That way you get to exactly. watch it twice. Because that's how much I hate you. <laughs> She's such a jerk. Remember that play we were going to go to? Yeah. Well, this isn't it. This is the artwork that you're going to see tonight. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, right? <laughs> It was funny that Greg didn't resist when Carrie was hugging him. <laughs> he really he, he just he just stood there. He could have yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, like like many, many times this family does not like to tell the truth at all. <laughs> he could have very easily said, Now hold on a second, this is a misunderstanding. Peter has a really big crush on he's got something to say. Go ahead, Peter. But instead he's like, No, you know what I mean? Like it's it's stupid. No, he even <clears throat> says in the last scene, like, no, Peter will explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, Nope, I understand everything. Nobody needs to explain anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she is a she is a blonde, so I mean that's, that's true. true. Yeah, you're right. Mm. <laughs> so in the scene uh, upstairs where Greg comes up with a plan, he's like, Hey, I'll let everybody, you know, think I'm an asshole. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, Peter's like, oh, so they're going to tell the truth. Cool. <laughs> oh, that was very funny. <laughs> and then Greg's like, yes, no. <laughs> yes, no, wait, no, that's not what I'm <laughs> I couldn't stop focusing on the slot car track. That was just a cool slot car track. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my son a slot car thingy, whatever, <laughs> several years ago. He didn't have it anymore. But. Didn't have it anymore. Why not? I don't know. We've moved like 20 times. Oh, huh? uh, so this is when Greg is out back and Jane comes home and he's mm. like, hey, so when does Peter take over or whatever? And then she's like, I'm not never. Because um, <laughs> Carrie wants to save him and fix him and all yeah, this kind yeah. of shit. Doesn't believe it. So he's like, so in that scene, you know, Greg's like, hey, maybe she doesn't believe you and I'll just have to show her I'm an asshole. <laughs> what cracked me up is Greg must only shoot basketball after he comes home from school. Like that's all they show him doing this episode. <laughs> that's what I wrote, literally wrote in this. Thing. It says Greg is out back playing basketball again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true though. Girls like assholes. So it's true. Nice man. guys finish last. Exactly. That's right. I'm still waiting to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is too because Peter interrupted it. Hmm. <laughs> That's fucked up. In that one scene where Greg goes, Hey, has Jan, has Carrie ever met Marsha? She's like, Nope. And then next scene he's like, Hey, let's disguise you. She's like, I've never seen her before. It doesn't matter. He said, But you'll look more hot. I mean, you'll look different in this way. <laughs> What would been, Trust me, this would be easier for me. When Jan Jan was saying, what other woman? What other woman? And then, then Greg shoots the basketball. It would have been funny if it hit off the rim and hit her in the head. That would have been great. <laughs> well, earlier he was like, oh, yeah. And he took a shot and he missed. I thought it would have been funnier if he would have missed on this one, yeah. too. That's oh, man. And it just bounces <laughs> off. So, like, in that scene, he's, like, telling him, so rule one. What did you say? Rule one is uh, you can only date me. Oh, you can only go out with me, yeah. but I can go out with him. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it's just like I like that. <clears throat> but I get to go whoever I want. <laughs> and then what was rule three? 
I don't think he ever got to it because oh, Marshall he said, "Let me tell you about Rule 3 and then he tries. Oh, to and then he's going to start humping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was going to show her yeah. Rule 3. He's going to like push her head down and stuff. <laughs> Here's Rule 3. Well, then like whatever I'm he said. Thinking. Thinking. No, go ahead, Jacob. Whenever he said, "We're all alone." And her eyes light up. I was like, oh, no, this could turn into something. <laughs> she might like a bad boy. <laughs> this may not be good. Yeah. Greg could have gotten raped. Yeah, That's true. He could have. Yeah. So in this scene, so they're getting ready to, he's getting ready to push her head down. And then <laughs> there's a knock at the door. And and you can tell, like, Greg genuinely looks looked pissed. Like, he wasn't expecting somebody to knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, the doorbell rang. And I was like, why is he pissed? Isn't this part of the plan? <laughs> but uh, I think he kind of forgot the plan and was like, oh, shit, I think I'm actually going to get somewhere yeah, with he this was, chick. He's like, damn, this is actually working. <laughs> yeah, nobody's around. My asshole move is actually working. Holy shit. Um, and then uh, and then it was Marsha, of course, dressed as, quote, Debbie. But the funniest part in that fucking made me laugh so hard was at the end where he's like, now watch me kick this bitch out. And then he goes... <laughs> Come on, loser. And I, the way he said that in his face, <laughs> I fucking lost it. I laughed so damn hard. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. It's funny when she said, or as Debbie, she said, I want you to take me back. I love you. And the funny part is Maureen McCormick doesn't have to act there. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, like when <laughs> when she knocked on the door and I saw his Marsha, I'm like, wait a minute, is he going to try to make her jealous with Marsha? Like, what? <laughs> no. I thought they were going to go a different direction. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what they do. Yeah, he's going to start hanging all over and making out with Marsha. That seems kind of, mm, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, the Where Mike and Carol come in from the play and. Oh, yeah, yeah. They say teenage soap opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all back there eating ice cream or eating uh, popcorn or stuff. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That was was pretty funny. And then uh, Carol says goodnight, Debbie, and then 70s free say. Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote. I literally wrote Marsha. Carol grabs the the black wig on Marsha's head and says goodnight to goodnight, Debbie. And I literally wrote freeze frame. It, yeah, it looked like uh, Florence Henderson like uh, improvised that line because it looked it looked like Marsha was like genuinely surprised about that, and that's when they froze <laughs> the frame. So. I almost feel <laughs> well, like maybe. they try to make her laugh sometimes because there's been a few times where she has a scene with Mike and Carol, and she looks like she's barely keeping it together, like she's trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's funny. That's- why would Cindy be any more likely to get donuts than, than Bobby? <laughs> like, well, that doesn't make well, sense. Because she didn't have because Carol likes the night girls before. better than that. <laughs> We've already. I'm glad somebody's yeah. not afraid to yeah. say it out loud. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> she's a Bobby is not her son technically. <laughs> she don't give a crap. Bobby already came in earlier and was like, "Hey, can I get a donut?" And she's like, "Fuck no, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Get out of my goddamn kitchen. <laughs> She's like, get out of my, ki- get out of Alice's kitchen. <laughs> Alice, I know, I knew you were there. I knew you were there. <laughs> she probably looks around for us. Get, okay, get out of my kitchen. 
All right. So that was Cyrano de Brady, Jacob. Oh, man. <laughs> so, all right, Jacob. Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. Heck yeah. was, this has been awesome. Sorry, yeah, you're our fun. first uh, listener guest to join <laughs> us. This was awesome. It was a pleasure. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Heck yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> if you have any more um, uh, episodes that you really like, you want to be on, just just message me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tack doesn't reply. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you messaged me like on Instagram, which is like the last place I look. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, people don't usually message me there. So. Yeah, I mean you're but it's cool. you're it's an cool. old guy, and old guys don't have Instagram. So. <laughs> Damn. All right, Jacob, man, appreciate. It. We'll see you, buddy. I enjoyed it. No, Thanks. Jimmy, say Jimmy, say goodbye. Oh, sorry. <laughs> see you later, Jacob. Jimmy's nice being you, rude. there, comic book fan. We've got a few questions for you. Were you obsessed with X-Men as a kid? Did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of Superman in the black poly bag? Did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves? Then have we got the show for you. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app and remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. back yes so that was fun with jacob that right? was fun with jacob yeah, he's a cool guy yeah look forward to maybe him coming on again maybe you know so or somebody see. else or somebody else all right so when we left off so peter is in love with jan's friend carrie yes yes but every time he talks to her he ends up with his foot in his mouth mm-hmm so he comes up with a great idea from the Barney Stinson playbook called The Cyrano. I know you probably don't get that reference. Nope. Some of our listeners will. He asked Greg to come help him by hiding in the bushes to feed him lines so he won't look like such a dope in front of his true love. Everything seems to be going well until Carrie comes outside and discovers Greg hiding and recognizes it as the Cyrano and thinks that it's actually Greg who has the crush and falls for him instead of Peter. What a pickle. Mm -hmm. Peter gets angry and walks off, leaving Greg alone in the dark with a girl that wants him real bad. What could go wrong? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's get back into this. All right. Scene 12. 
Later that night, Mike and Carol are in the family room. Mike is reading the paper when Carol says, Honey, I forgot to show you this. She hands him a thick-ass brochure. <laughs> she says, it's the brochure for that art show Friday night, you know, when you don't want to go to. Oh, good. I thought you'd like <laughs> to see some of the paintings that are going to be exhibited before you have to go see the paintings that are going to be exhibited, you okay. know, for the show you don't want to go to. Mike <laughs> sighs deeply, thumbs through it and says, huh. he looks at one of the paintings in it, flips it upside down, looks again and says, are you sure these are paintings? Looks more like a tablecloth after spaghetti festival. Mike giggles mm. at his own joke. Mike busting out the dad jokes in this season. Mm-hmm. Just then Peter comes barging into the room and says, boy, do I have a rat for a brother? Mike stops him and asks, what's the matter with you? Peter says, Greg just hijacked my girl. Hmm. Carol asks, what do you mean? Peter goes on. He was supposed to help me impress Carrie, not himself. She's flipped over him. Carol asks, where's Greg? Peter, with an attitude, says, with Carrie. She was hanging all over him. Mike asks, well, what did you do about it? Peter Ooh, says, yeah. I left. What should I do? Take pictures? Oh. Just then, Greg walks in and says, thanks for splitting and leaving me stuck with your girl. Peter says, oh, you really look like you were in pain. Thanks for mm. stealing Carrie. Greg retorts, I didn't steal her. Peter says, oh, then you borrowed her without permission? <laughs> Mike, done with the argument, says, hold it. You too. Now, wait a minute. Greg, what happened? Greg says, Dad, the whole thing was a big mistake. I tried to straighten it out, but Carrie wouldn't listen to a word I said. Peter, still pissed, says, I bet you did. Greg, getting furious, says, look, pal. I can't help it if I oh, forget about it. Good night, mom. Good night, dad. Greg storms off in a huff. You know, he was going to be like, I can't help it if I'm better looking than you. Right. <laughs> can't help it if chicks want this dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike looks at Peter and says, now, Peter, wait a minute. You know, a guy can't always get a girl to like him. Maybe you ought to forget about this girl for, for now. Carol, who tries to help, says with much cliche, Honey, there are a lot of other fish in the sea. Hmm. Peter says, I know, but I got Moby Dick for a brother. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Mom. Good night, Dad. Peter then goes up to bed. Why the fuck is Carol showing Mike that brochure in the art show? That just pissed me off. Because she wants like, to add insult to injury. She's trying to let Mike exactly know that she she's is in doing. charge. That was a fucking power move. Yes, right it there. was. For sure. <laughs> God, what a dick. I thought it was funny, though. He's like, I got a dick for a brother. <laughs> you know what would have been worse for Carol if she would be like, hey, you know the Johnsons down the street? Yeah. You know, they, they bought tickets to that play and said they couldn't go, but I, was, I told them no because we're going to the art show. <laughs> Isn't it a shame they can't go? Huh? Well, anyways, I helped them sell their tickets. Yeah. I told him you would sell them for him. <laughs> All right, scene 13. The next day, Alice and Carol are in the kitchen putting a grocery list together. 
Alice says she wants to get some cake mix and adds, I thought I'd make Peter a nice gooey cake to help glue back together his poor broken heart. Oh, I know. Carol puts her hand on Alice's shoulder and says, Alice, you're the dear Abby of the kitchen. <laughs> of the whole kitchen. The whole kitchen. <laughs> Not the family room because you ain't allowed in there. <laughs> Just the kitchen. Just then, Cindy walks into the kitchen. Remember her? It's like her first appearance in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, right? She greets Alice and Carol. Carol asks, how was school today? Cindy says, it was better in the afternoon than it was in the morning. <laughs> Carol asks, why? Cindy goes on, because I get out in the afternoon. Carol just laughs. <laughs> Greg enters the kitchen and says, has anybody seen my blue sweater? Carol says, not since I washed it. Alice shoots a look from behind Carol and rolls her eyes. <laughs> Alice is like, really, okay, like you washed it. Show me <laughs> how to use really, the washer. <laughs> Cindy says, oh, I know where it is. Greg asks, where? Cindy goes on. Jan lent it to Carrie Hathaway. Greg asks, Carrie, what for? Cindy says, for measurements. Carrie's knitting you a new one. It's supposed to be a surprise. Carol says, not anymore. <laughs> and she just laughs. She don't mind that this girl literally stole his clothes. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. Greg rolls his eyes. Alice walks in and says, oh, I almost forgot. Carrie dropped by and left this for you. Alice sets down a box next to Greg, lifts the top and says, homemade fudge. Greg looks at it and says, oh, this is really getting to bug me. Greg then grabs a piece of fudge out and eats it. He goes on, I've got to do something about that girl, and walks off. Cindy asks, if you don't like her anymore, can I have the fudge? <laughs> Carol smiles. She never kisses Carol hello. But in this scene, Ooh. she did. Cindy? Yeah. Or Alice? Cindy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was kind of strange. Hmm. All right, scene 14. <clears throat> Later, we see Bobby showing a slot car to Peter in the bedroom. Bobby says, meat, huh? Peter, looking gloomy, says with a deadpan, you're lucky you're young, Bobby. Bobby, still looking at the slot car, says, I think it just needs new brushes. Peter, not paying attention to his brother, says, stay away from women, kid. They'll break your heart every time. Bobby asks, what are you talking about? Peter puts his arm around Bobby and says, you're too young to understand. Hmm. Just then Greg enters the room and says, Pete, I got a great idea for you. Peter says, if it's about joining the foreign legion, I've already thought about it. Hmm. Greg laughs and says, how'd you like to get Carrie back? Just as Greg is about to tell him. (laughs) Yeah. Like he ever had her. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Just as Greg is about to tell him his plan. Peter cuts him off by saying, I don't trust you. You stole my girl. Greg argues and says, I didn't steal your girl. Peter argues back, you did. Bobby, fed up with all this bullshit, says, if you guys are going to start that again, I'm out of here. Bobby gets up and leaves. Oh, in a half. I just like doing that to you when you're not paying attention. <clears throat> I'm going to do it one time. It has nothing to do with it. It's going to be funny. <laughs> Greg sits down next to Peter and goes on, Peter, listen, 
You gotta trust me, please. Peter agrees and then adds, but not around Carrie. Greg (laughs) says, I won't go near her. Jan will. This intrigues Peter. Greg goes on, Jan's going to tell Carrie that nobody trusts me, that I'm a no good double crossing two time rat. Peter Snidely says, oh, you mean she's going to tell the truth? (laughs) (laughs) Greg excitedly says, yeah. And then realizes what was just said and says, no, Uh, what I mean is after Carrie's convinced that I'm, that I'm a rat fink, Jane will tell her what a great guy you are. Peter smiles and says, she will? Sure. And Carrie will turn off of me and turn on to you. Peter, loving the idea, says, hey, yeah, that's a great idea. You're a pretty nice brother for a no good double crossing two time rat. Greg laughs a little. (laughs) (laughs) I like how they assume Carrie can only be interested in one of them. Right. Like, not none of them, but only. <laughs> has to be a Brady boy. Um, well, I thought it was neat because that car looks like a like a Ford GT. And at the time, that would have been a new car. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> and, and I put down, right, this will work because girls don't like assholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect plan. <laughs> yep. Scene 15. A while later, Greg is out back playing basketball again. <laughs> When Jan walks up from school, Greg says, hi, Jan. Jan, looking upset, says, hi, Greg. Greg asks, well, when does Pete take over? Jan, annoyed, says, how does never sound? Greg asks, never? What went wrong? (laughs) Jan dramatically mocks Carrie by saying, Carrie is going to save you from your horrible self. She's going to change you. Greg scoffs and says, terrific. Did you tell her everything? Jen says, everything. I don't understand it. Unless she didn't believe me. Greg thinks for a second, then says, hey, wait. Maybe that's the trouble. Maybe she didn't believe you. Maybe she has to be shown that I'm a rat fink Mm. asshole. Jen asks, but how are you going to show her? Greg says, that's a good question. (laughs) Because, Jen, girls don't like guys that take advantage of them. (laughs) You mean you're going to touch her on her? Sorry. Sorry. Wrong movie. That's all right. That'll come back later. (laughs) Then Greg thinks again for a second, smiles and says, I think I've got a good answer. Mom and dad are going to the art show tonight, right? Could you get Peter out of the house? Jan says, I guess so. What are you going to do? Greg says, I'll explain later. (laughs) Now for the other woman. Jan asks, what other woman? Greg looks at Jan and asks, has Carrie ever met Marsha? Jan says, no. What other woman? Greg says, great. I'll invite Carrie over tonight. Greg shoots a basket and runs off. Jan, still not getting it, yells, what other woman? And you never told me who Marsha was talking to on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you hang up? Oh, that's awesome. Um, <sighs> Jane so gets her brains from Carol. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I put down, cool, Greg's got to make out with Marsha. That's okay. <laughs> All right. It's like, what? I'm trying to help Peter. This is just to help him. What? <laughs> we got to make it believable. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, scene 16. A bit later, we see Greg grabbing a wig from on top of Carol's closet and handing it to Marsha. Greg says, when you put on this wig and some dark glasses, Carrie will never be able to tell who you are. Marsha, bringing up a fantastic point, says, I'm not sure Carrie ever saw me. Greg says, (laughs) we can't take any chances. It's too important to Peter. Marsha says. And you should wear this negligee, too. (laughs) Marsha says, right. Okay. Exit Marsha Brady. Enter the other woman. She says as she half smiles and winks at Greg. Greg's like, and and put on this lipstick too. (laughs) And these heels. (laughs) She did quite a wink at Greg there. Like she was like, she did like a half smile and then I'll Mm -hmm. wink. I put down a while. Go Marsha. Right. Damn. I got hot. (laughs) Speaking of hot, we're about to turn up the heat. Uh Oh, you must be a Barry Williams fan. Mm-hmm. All right. Scene 17. We're going to cue the music right here. Okay. A couple hours later, Greg swaggers on down the steps looking fly as fuck. Dressed in a red button-down shirt with a blue sport coat. Collar for days. Ooh, yeah. He stops at the bottom of the stairs and fixes himself in front of the mirror. Go on with your bad self, Greg. (laughs) He then sets the mood lighting just right. Oh, yeah. Not too much. Just right. (laughs) Take it easy. It's getting sexy as hell in the Brady household. He walks over to the stereo that has suddenly appeared, for convenience's sake, and puts on some romantic music. I'm fucking getting hot. Greg rubs his hands together, adjusts the mood lighting one more time. This time to panty dropping mode. (laughs) Just then, the doorbell rings. Greg smiles and walks over to answer it. He coolly opens the door. It's Carrie Hathaway. Greg says, Hi, doll. Carrie smiles and says, Hi, thanks for inviting me over. She walks in. Greg says, Well, I believe in spreading myself around. Carrie looks at Greg and says, Super outfit. Greg looks down on himself and says, Oh, these are my uh, working threads. (laughs) He takes a step around her and looks her in the eye and says, You know what I mean? Carrie looks in the living room and asks, Where is everybody? Greg says, Out. We're all alone, kid. Groovy. He walks her down the steps. He leads her over to the couch. He tells her to sit. Greg's pounding chest and warm buttocks are ablaze upon Carrie's stare. Their eyes meet. She whispers, I've never done this. Greg whispers back, I have. Sorry. You alright there, buddy? I get a little carried away. (laughs) Did you get it? Carried away? Sorry. Okay. Anyway, Greg asks her to sit on the couch. Greg sits next to her and says, Now, I like to get a few things straight. The way I see it, you're crazy about me and you want to go steady, right? Carrie shyly says, Well, 
Greg goes on. Well, I got a couple of rules you got to dig. You dig? <laughs> Carrie asks, rules? Greg says, rule one. You go out only with me. Carrie smiles and says, oh, I like that. Greg continues. Rule two. I go out with whoever I want. <laughs> Carrie says, that doesn't sound fair. Greg asks, what do you want? Fair or me? Carrie says, well, <laughs> Greg leans over. Greg leans over and turns off the lamp next to him. Greg then puts his arm around Carrie and says, and let me tell you about rule three. Carrie stops him and asks, could we go, could we go back to rule two? How did, uh, spoiler alert, but how did they know to knock the door just then or ring the doorbell? I don't know. <laughs> so, so what would have happened if they wouldn't have rang the doorbell then? He would have had to make out with her. Sorry, yeah. you gotta, you have to keep up the facade, you know? That's true, yeah. Just then the doorbell rings. Greg, looking annoyed, says, don't move. Greg gets up to go answer the door. As he does this, we see Alice sneaking into the kitchen to get a drink and a little late night snack. She peeks out into the living room to watch teenagers make out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Greg opens the door. It's George McFly. And he says, hey, you, get your damn hands off her. <laughs> now, now, he opens the door and it's Marsha, dressed in a wig and sunglasses. Greg mm. says, Debbie, not you again. Marsha, I mean, Debbie says, Greg, I have to talk to you. Marsha enters the living room very dramatically with a handkerchief in one hand <laughs> thrown over her shoulder. Debbie, wink, wink, looks over and sees Carrie on the couch and gasps. She says, I might have known I'd find another woman here. Greg, playing on the theatrics, says, well, you caught me at a bad time. I usually have three or four. <laughs> Carrie looks at Greg in shock. Meanwhile, Alice is salting some popcorning and, and enjoying the show. <laughs> Debbie says, Greg, you've got to take me back. Give me one more chance. I'll do anything you say. Greg says, no way. Debbie, you bore me. Debbie says, I'll change. I promise. Carrie, now feeling uncomfortable, says, Greg, uh, maybe I should go. Greg ushers Debbie towards the door, says, nah, stick around, kid. Watch me throw her out. Come on, loser. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of me cracking us so Come on, loser. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. <laughs> uh, sorry. Nibby arguing says, Greg, if you drop me, I don't know what I'll do. Greg gets stern and says, I said, out. Just then, again, Mike and Carol come in through the family room and into the kitchen. Alice is still watching it all play out with her popcorn. Alice hushes them and motions for them to come over. They walk over in curiosity. Mike asks, what is it, Alice? <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a Jimmy. Yep. <laughs> no. Alice says, well, I'm not sure, but I think they're rehearsing a teenage soap opera. And they just all watch. Back in the living room, Carrie goes over to Greg at the door, still with Marsha. I mean, Debbie. Wink. <laughs> Carrie says, Greg, how can you treat her like this? Greg says, out with the old and in with the new. Carrie goes on, 
but this girl loves you. Debbie says, Oh, yes, I do, I do, I do. Greg says, Listen, if you don't like it, you can leave too. Damn, that was fucking boss right there. Carrie puts her hands on her hips and says, Greg Brady, you're even worse than Jan said. Greg proudly adjusts his jacket. Carrie narrows her eyes and says, I never want to see you again. Dang. Back to the kitchen, where they're all eating popcorn, Mike says. <laughs> You're right, Alice. It is a soap opera. Carrie now turns to Debbie and says, Come on, Debbie. But just as Greg opens the door for them to leave, Peter gets pulled in. Peter, completely confused, looks around and says, Hi. Greg says, uh, Peter, you're supposed to be at the library. Peter says, I was. Marsha, what are you doing in that wig? Debbie says, I'm not Marsha. I'm... <laughs> this is actually really well done here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not Marsha. I'm... Greg says, she's Debbie. Marsha says, she's De- I'm Debbie. I'm Debbie. <laughs> Carrie, says, <laughs> Carrie says, something funny is going on. Peter looks at Carrie and says... You mean something phony. <laughs> That's my sister in a wig. Peter then reaches up and snatches the wig off of Marsha. Carrie's eyes widen and she gasps. Your sister? Marsha in a panic. You know they were dating? <laughs> Marsha in a panic still tries to put the wig back on. <laughs> my Carol and Alice are still watching in amazement. Peter asks, What's this all about? Greg sighs and says, We were trying to convince Carrie that I was a rat fink. Peter says, That's really dirty, playing a trick on her when she really cares about you. Marcia says, We're sorry, Carrie. Peter goes on, If a girl as wonderful as Carrie was my girl, you know how I'd treat her? I'd... Carrie looks at Peter and asks, You do what, Peter? Peter goes on, I treat her like a queen. The three kitchen audience members of the show all smile. Carrie then says, Peter, could I ask a favor? Peter nervously says, anything. <laughs> Carrie asks, would you walk me home? Peter smiles and says, wow, would I? And she goes, would you? <laughs> no. Peter then takes Carrie by the hand and they leave. Greg shuts the front door as Marcia just laughs. <laughs> Marcia says, for a minute there, I thought we were going to fuck. No, for a minute there, I thought we blew it. Mm. <laughs> Next, in walks Mike and Carol. Greg greets them and says, I guess we should explain. Mike says, well, I think we understand. Good night, kids. <laughs> Greg and Marcia say good night and walk off up the stairs. But just before Marcia gets too far, Carol grabs the black wig off Marcia's head and says, Good night, Debbie. And then freeze frame. <laughs> yeah, at first I put down it's darker in the house than it was outside, you know, Carrie's backyard. I thought that was <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but did you notice Carrie's outfit? No. <laughs> it looked like an old school Burger King uniform. <laughs> <laughs> So she wants it her way. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I like all the people in the kitchen eating popcorn. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was pretty um, funny. It's pretty good. So, but wait a minute. Walking somebody home automatically jumps you to holding hand status. That's just what they did. 
What he the world? He saw the opportunity like, and went for it. What? Go Peter. Wow. He couldn't even, he went from not even being able to talk to her to holding her hand. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Scene 18. In the kitchen, we see Cindy sitting by the phone. Cindy says, I really didn't have any dessert last night. So I think I better have two. Hmm. Carol asks, two donuts? The camera angle switches, and it's revealed that Bobby is just below the bar and is feeding her lines. Bobby then whispers up to Cindy, they give <laughs> they give you lots of energy. <laughs> so, I felt like we had to bust it in at least once. Um, that's what, that's what Pepe <laughs> wants. He wants every episode yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah, he wants every episode to have Vincent Price voice. That's funny. <laughs> um, they give you lots of energy, Mom. Cindy repeats it to Carol. Bobby whispers, and with lots of energy, you do more homework. Cindy repeats. Bobby whispers, when you do more homework, you can get better grades in school. Cindy repeats. Carol says, well, that's a pretty convincing argument. Okay, here are two donuts. Carol walks over to Cindy and says, one for you and one for your Cyrano. Oh, Carol knew. (laughs) She holds it up. And Bobby pops up from behind the counter and takes the donut. Bobby says, well, we figured maybe it worked for the girls. It worked for donuts, too. Want a bite? Carol just laughs. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we should we we should have tried this, um, you know, when I asked that girl out on the phone in middle school. Because I'm so fly with girls. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because in my notes, I kept putting references to that, not knowing that you were going to bring it up. <laughs> That's what made it so funny. And I know I was joking around, but obviously I'm over it. It was, I mean, it was traumatizing when you were in like middle school or high school, whatever it was. But, um, um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, so All yeah. right. So that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. So, Jimmy, I've got an email to read. Uh, okay. <laughs> did they really write it or did they have their friend write it so I can say, <laughs> can you repeat the email? <laughs> can you repeat the email? No, but like for real, though, if any, and I don't want anybody thinking like, you know, hey, let's Google this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her off. It's re- it was really not that we we went on to do theater and stuff and be in the same classes for a lot of things. It's really not that it would, it's not that big. It's, I'm making it out to be more than it was. All right. All right. So this one is brought to us by Kit Hayes. So does her husband ever like talking to his watch and go, Kit, I need you. (laughs) Sorry. I I I totally would. I'm not even making fun of your name. I totally would. (laughs) This is the subject of this email says, I guess I have nothing better to do on a Friday night than email (laughs) y'all. Wait a minute. minute. (laughs) That's not really a compliment. At all, like, my my personal life is so bad that I'm writing you guys. Yeah, it must be so bad. Yeah. Anyway, she says, "Dear Tech and Jimmy, about a year ago, I was jonesing for a good TV rewatch podcast. I mm. thought to myself, 'Ooh, what about the Brady Bunch? 
I loved watching syndication on TBS after school as a kid in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. My sister and I fought over which Brady we wanted to be and which we <laughs> wanted to, well. Do. <laughs> Sorry. And I was delighted to come across a very Brady podcast. I dove into season one and geez, I w- it was pretty bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <God>. Bummer. <laughs> on with life. I went, please keep reading. She says, <laughs> well, it's a good thing. It's I like, was cool. too late. <laughs> Thanks, Kit. Yes. <laughs> Kit goes on. Well, it's a good thing. I was too lazy to remove y'all from my auto download feed because one day, when I was most likely stuck under a cat and unable to hit skip, what? I, I get what she's saying. Stuck the under cat a sleeps cat? On your, cat? Yeah, cat falls oh, asleep oh, on your oh, I oh, don't gotcha, wake gotcha, it up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Unless you're some kind of heathen. Okay, so because one day I was most likely stuck under a cat and unable to hit skip because, damn, season two, you can you clearly found your groove because I <laughs> save. A very Brady podcast for when I can actually listen and not just background noise. You oh, guys are so fun to listen to and sincerely one of the few podcasters who make me laugh out loud. It's truly <laughs> a treat to listen. I appreciate the extra sleuthing you do around the peripherals of each episode. And I really <laughs> appreciate the balance of 14 year old humor and critical commentary about the show. <laughs> <laughs> it really is 14-year-old humor. That's yeah. funny. Even your dumb Amazon Prime bit yeah. still makes me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot rewatch the episode because I do not have a TV and I'm way too cheap to subscribe to a streaming service, but I don't need to. You describe them well. It helps them. It helps that I've seen them all multiple times, but that was 20, 30 years ago. So well done to you. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, I appreciate your unapologetic friendship, which comes through very well and makes you all the more relatable. (laughs) Um, And then she invites us out. If we're ever in her area, she'll buy us a beer uh, because you remind me of my old friends who do stupid things. (laughs) Finally, I've attached a little gem that I came across. Gross. It's from a book (laughs) my first grade teacher made me do. Sincerely, Kid Hayes. That's cool. And it's a picture. It says, it's like one of those questions and you have to draw a picture for the answer. Mm. And one says, I had three wishes the whole, they would be. And then the first one is to live in a mansion with a picture of what looks like a suitcase, but I guess it's supposed to be a mansion. (laughs) Next one is have another pet. And it looks like a drawing of like a rabbit. And the last one (laughs) is, uh, Oh, she wants to be Cindy on the Brady Bunch. (laughs) And drew a picture of Cindy. (laughs) That's cool. Well, we we appreciate the email for sure. Um, Yeah. So I did respond to her because I'm really bad about gender. (laughs) So (laughs) I thought Kid Hayes was a dude. So I was like, you know, that's awesome, man. Cool, bro. You know, all that kind of shit through it. And then I was like, wait a minute. Are you female? Because I fucked this up before. And she did respond. She goes, I am female. I'm glad you asked. That's awesome. Um, he's asked if I can read the email. She goes, yeah, you can read the email. Just don't mention where my location is. Okay. She goes, you can use the picture too. That's cool. Maybe someone will see it and want to buy me a mansion to live in. <laughs> and she goes, a pilot warning might be a good idea. But seriously, I'm glad y'all stuck with it and look forward to the next three seasons. Cannot wait to That's see cool. how y'all handle Oliver. 
Oh, Oliver. I was going to say, we already had Oliver. What the heck? (laughs) Um, That's cool, though. Good. So I appreciate that, Kit. That's awesome. That's a really great email. I like the the long emails. Those are nice. Yeah, yeah. And a picture, too, which maybe we'll throw up on our Instagram or something. That's cool. Good. Is she okay with that or no? Yeah, she said we can use her picture for whatever. Yeah, yeah. The the true story is Tack and I have been friends for... I've lost track. 35 years? 36 years? Oh, uh, since like... Since 80, 80. 87? Yeah, I think since 87. Yeah, I think so. And what's funny is, true story, there was a guy that lived down the street next door to Tack. No, two doors down from Tack. No, he was And, in, um... Was he next door? He didn't live... He wasn't your next door neighbor. He lived on the other side of your next door. Yeah, I think so. And, um... I used to have a skateboard ramp in my front yard that I made. And, um... <laughs> so he comes down to my house one day, and he's like, hey... You want to go play with this guy down the street? He's he's kind of a geek, but he's fun to hang out with. <laughs> okay. All right, sure. So he goes down and introduces me to Tack. And honestly, Tack was more fun to play with than this guy was. Um, <laughs> little did I know that when he came down with Tack to knock on my door, he had told Tack the same thing. <laughs> that I was yeah. kind of a geek, but I was fun to hang out with. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a funny story. And uh, he was cool because he was like the first kid I met because I was brand new to the school, brand new to the area. And right. felt a little like Carrie Hathaway, you know. And um, I had tons of girls asking me out, you know, you know, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. No, but I remember walking home from the first day of school, and Chad had his bike, and he stops. He goes, "Hey, you want to ride?" And I was like, "Sure, thanks." So <laughs> I jumped on his handlebars and we rode home. That's cool. Yeah. And he was literally like the first kid I'd met. Literally, we pulled into the driveway, and yeah. it was like. To the house for the first time. I'd never even been inside the house yet. And then hmm. Chad comes running over and asks my mom, do you have any, do you have any kids or do you have a son? And she's like, yeah, he's 12. And he was like, awesome. <laughs> and then he like, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Chad is still like, he's in the, like the Marines or something and traveling the world. No, I thought he was a fighter pilot. I know he's in the military. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know he he's like pilot, all over the world, like different places yeah. all the time. Now, oh, for so. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, another funny story, Kit. True story. Um, when when Tech first met me, um, it, this is funny. Uh, when Tech first met me, uh, my father was terminally ill with lung cancer, with stage four lung it's cancer. Hilarious. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. It gets yeah. funnier. Wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had a hospital bed <laughs> in the living room. Oh, okay. And and I was kind of nervous about Tech, you know, seeing everything and everything. <laughs> Right, right, right. And when we first came out of the house after Tack saw him, I was like, you know, so what do you think? <laughs> I thought he was like lazy or an alcoholic or something. Like, it's right. just funny. Like, See, why has he got a bed in the living room? Like, Jesus, how lazy can, can he be? Can't even go in the bedroom and sleep? He's got to sleep watching TV? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking lazy. Holy crap. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. All right, Kit. So you know what we did here today. We had a good time. Don't be offended. We do love the show, and we're not racist or sexist. Not on air, anyways. No, I'm not. Don't say we're that. Not, we're not any- <laughs> no, we're not at all. Like, even off the air, we're not. Um, <laughs> um, we would like to personally thank our producers from Patreon. Without all you guys, this absolutely wouldn't be possible. And a shout out to our OPs. Mm-hmm. Jenny and Jim. That's right. They're the OPs, awesome. the ones that started it all, the ones that got the ball rolling. Did you see what Jenny posted? 
in the group? I did, but I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> it was a big picture that just said sing along. And I was like, Jimmy, oh, yeah, you're a sing along. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a happy mistake on that one. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we get some homework assignments. Yes. So we want to, first one is check out the website at a very Brady podcast.com. The second one, do a rate and review on Apple podcast, pod chaser, cast box, or wherever. If you listen to it on a device on a, on a, on a, on an app and it's able, you're able to do a review. Go for it. Hell yeah. And tell two friends about the show, or if you don't like it, then tell two enemies. Yeah. Send an email to the show. Just like, um, kit did. I almost said carry again. Just like, <laughs> just like kit did. And tell us how you like or dislike the show at a very pretty podcast at gmail.com. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong tech, we've read every single email we've ever received. Correct. Yep. Unless every the person one. doesn't want us to. Yep. Cause I mean, we, the first thing tech's going to ask is, can we, can I read this on air? Second thing he's going to say is, you know, Jimmy's really nervous. You know, can I say anything positive? <laughs> Yep. I read negative um, emails, good yes. emails. It don't matter. And there's a couple of changes we make. Like for instance, you know, smoke and mirrors, um, me and tech go through and we, and we record it all. And there's times where we have to stop and repeat a sentence. Cause we didn't do it right. That came from an email. Somebody wrote in and oh, said, yeah. you guys need to practice a little bit harder. You guys sound like amateurs. So if you listen at one point, I can't remember what season it is, you'll hear us kind of tighten everything up and that came from a listener. So your yep. emails really do matter. We really do take them in consideration. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, don't be afraid to be honest. As long as you're not being hateful, don't be hateful because then you're just a dick. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Make some, um, you know, some suggestions for corrections exactly, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next thing is to join the Facebook group and join in the conversation and the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. Yeah. It's places like that, that we found, um, Jacob. Yeah. So if you'd like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. And it's not just like, Oh, I'll give them a dollar. Whatever. You actually get something for your money. It's kind of like buying something. So it's, it's yeah. not like you just, yeah, it's yeah, not like we're asking you to tiers. feel pity there's, for us. Get merch. Yeah, exactly. So there's merch on there that I don't think you can get through the merch store. So, right. So, yes. All right. So, check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. I've been trying to be more active on there lately. So, uh, yeah, I noticed that. If you have any ideas, you guys want to post anything, go for it. If you want to tag us in it, if you want to send it and have us post it, whatever. Yeah. Um, follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. And check out the retro network.com. Yes. yes. Check out our T public store for merch link in the description of this episode. And more importantly, go out there and watch the Brady bunch. Yes, of course. And for our next assignment for which episode, which episode should I watch that? Well, here, Jimmy's going to tell you which episode to watch. Yes. It's our next one on the next episode, season four, episode six, fright night. The boys try to spook the girls in the middle of the night with a ghost. Hmm. So they try to get revenge by giving them a taste of their own medicine. Hmm. But after Alice criticizes them for being so scared, the kids collectively have a new target. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, stop, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) You... You know, I remember watching this episode as a kid, and I fucking got scared on this episode. Did you? <laughs> this that episode was last creeped. week, Tech. I know. No, this episode like creeped me out when I was a kid. I was like, it was kind of scary. 
<laughs> so I'm interested to see because I haven't seen this since I was a kid. So yes. Well, unless you have anything else, Tack. Nope. Cool. All right. Well, I have been Jimmy, and I've been Tack, and this has been the Very Brady Podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>